Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been over 20 times at this point. When I walked in, I felt like I'm about to get elevated and lifted in the best way. Blows my expectations out of the water. Some of the best customer service I've had in a store. So nice. Amazing vibe. Come down to the travel agency and see for yourself. For use only by adults age 21 and older. Keep out of reach of children and pets. In case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption, contact the National Poison Control Center. Consume responsibly. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Adam Heath of This is Dating Kinda Sucks, a podcast about dating, sex, and relationships. This week, we'll be talking about breaking up during a quarantine. Enjoy the show. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no fuss. On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks, trying and trying and having no luck, because we all know dating kinda sucks. So breaking up during quarantine. All right. Breaking Let's talk about dating up. during the quarantine first. Oh, yeah. Dating during the quarantine. What about you and your uh, your dates? Are you dating? No, I don't think you are. <sighs> no, I mean, <laughs> what is t- today? Well, I don't even know. Today is Saturday, Saturday, April 25th. Okay, so. It's the most perfect like, date, actually. Have you seen everyone uh, share that thing from Miss Yeah, I don't know what that's from. Miss Congenia. Of all the people to not know what that's from. Wow. Oh, the. That's right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Um. Is that when she's like describe your perfect date or something, and one of the mm-hmm. contestants is such an idiot that she can't answer? Not too hot. Not too cold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I have. Um. I have only seen the movie once. I really liked it, but I. I yeah. It's been a long time. Uh. Wasn't there another day like from like is it Mean Girls or something that's like a really popular day as well? Oh, October third. <laughs> okay. Those are the two Jeez. movie days. It's so I know the only I know the cringiest movies. <laughs> They're specific. No, Mean Girls was a good movie. I just uh, I just don't remember it. I don't remember the actual date that, that she said. I just remember that being a thing. I have not. I've have been now. I think basically self isolating since like March fifteenth. So now we're looking at six weeks. Right. And of course, I've, I've, you know, I've been cheating a little bit because I'm, I'm a big proponent that you know your emotional health is important too, and so you, it's okay to mitigate, you mitigate the risk a little bit. So I had, um, like, I had a friend come over on uh, whatever fucking day it was, some day in the recent past. Who <laughs> knows? <No. laughs> since we, since we recorded the last two weeks, I've had a couple of friends come over, just one at a time, just and hang out in the pool and just relax, and we just caught up and spent like four or five hours just laying out in the sun and getting, you know, and just getting some sun and and everything, and that's been. That's been good. It's been emotionally important and mentally important. And so I've done that. I have not done much on the apps. I have gotten – it's just too easy to get disinterested. I feel you know, that, like yeah. I, yeah. I like swipe. I have a start a conversation with someone and I'm just like, why am I either – why am I bothering? Like, when what the is going fuck on am right I going to meet you and what could right. you possibly say and – it's definitely yeah. it's definitely weeded out a lot of the douchey guys who are just there to fuck because they know that That's they're true. not going to get anything. But right, right, yeah, 
So, yeah, I've also found, which is really weird for me, is that I, you know, I'm a very social person. I like to talk on the phone. I'm the type of person who catches up with everybody and like always calls my friends. Hey, how you doing? You know, I text everybody and just try to check in on, check in on people a lot. And in the last couple of weeks, I've noticed that I'm becoming more and more, um, of a hermit. Like I am, I am not like, I, I don't, you're the only person that I FaceTime with and it's only when really? you generally, you call me. Yeah. Okay. Cause and, I'm like, I don't feel like you are at all. Well, right. But right. I've just been like, I haven't wanted to try to, I haven't even really cared as much as, as hard as hard as it sounds to try to reach out to my friends and be like, Hey, let's call, let's do a zoom thing. Let's do a Skype thing, whatever. Like that just, that sounds fucking exhausting to me right now. <laughs> I would rather see some one person in person than try to do like a Zoom call with like 30 friends. And I just, I don't want to do it. Like people are doing their Zoom happy hours and people look like they're having fun with it and I, and more power to them. But to me, I am just getting more withdrawn and I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I, yeah. Um, and so, here yeah, you I are now. <laughs> I didn't, well, I know. Yeah. But I mean, this is, well, it's just fine. Like this, this is different because it's like, it's, this is a thing. It's a habit. But like just randomly deciding to like, Talk to someone. Yeah, it has not been my. I have not. I have no desire to Facetime with people right now, mm. and I don't know what it is. I really have no idea why. It's it's really weird. So so dating apps have been even less important because I don't even know those fucking people. So why am I gonna, you know, like put any effort into that? Where like at least with the you know my friends that I'm already ignoring, who I already love and care about, I'm already ignoring them. So why am I gonna focus so on a bunch of strangers? Yeah, you would definitely ignore all the strangers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's really been the extent of it. I've just been doing the occasional. uh pool date and uh just hanging out with people and that's really really it yeah um and yeah i mean at half the time you facetime i can't answer but yeah although i did the other day when you i was in the shower yeah honestly <laughs> yeah you you'll answer when you're you're like no 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 and i realize you're not wearing a shirt standing in the shower why the fuck would you answer that it's just funny because i was on my phone putting something on to listen to right when you facetime and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna answer so i i answered just so i could be like no this is not happening. And then that was, that was it. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was pretty funny. So when everything kind of goes back to normal, whatever that is, how do you think, do you think you're going to be more inclined to jump back on or it's going to be a slow leading up to getting back on the abs? I don't know. Like as soon as Ale House has opened <laughs> Not surprised. for drinks, I will probably go there and sit, and sit at the bar just because I enjoy it. It's something that brings me comfort. But I can't see like going downtown right. immediately. Like I can't imagine just the idea of walking around through downtown. That sounds like a lot. Like just I, I don't know. So I'm not sure. I really – it's really going to be weird. It's going to be – I think it's – I think a lot of uh, hospitality businesses are going to see a slump for a little while before people start feeling – comfortable enough to go out yeah and i think people will probably continue their virtual dates i don't i don't think it'll be a weird thing to say uh ah, instead of meeting in person do you mind if we do a virtual date first i right. see that Which still being a idea. thing well i like that all most of the dating apps had to roll something out to allow that even uh, i think i think i saw i think all of them now has some type of option or some type of functionality now uh, and and that's a that's that's going to be there to stay. They're not going to get rid of that now that it's there. Right. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. I wouldn't. I honestly, if if once this kind of does dissipate and we we go back to, to at least a semi normal type of life, I I wouldn't Facetime date with somebody. No. Like I'd be like, if you want to talk on the phone, we can talk on the phone. But if I was talking to someone, I was like, no, let's go out and meet it and meet and have a drink. And if they don't want to do that, I'm gonna be like. Well, we're gonna have to meet it sometime. So either you do or you don't want to, and that—that's it. I mean, that would be that'd be my 
my mentality. Do you about think it. people would be more inclined to ask the question of, well, how many people have you seen lately or when things are semi normal I don't know what that looks like, but I feel like those could be potential questions that someone would ask if they were going to meet up in person of, hey, I just want to make sure we're both safe. Have you been... You haven't been yeah, sick, maybe. have you? It might be one of those, you haven't been feeling sick lately, have you? Or, you know, you haven't been to any big events lately, have you? Okay, cool. Then now let's, the, like, screening questions, maybe? I don't I don't know what that looks like, and that's even just a weird conversation to have with someone you don't even know. But. Yeah. It, yeah it's, it would be weird, because it, it is like, um, I mean, if you're going to have sex with them, you're going to also ask them, are you clean? Have you, you know, and, 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 you know, although, you know, are you, are you negative uh i guess clean and dirty is a phrases we should not use with with regards to stds but yeah got my voice i don't know what it is you know i realized i haven't talked out loud (laughs) for probably the last no swear to god for like the last 24 hours i don't think i've really said more than five words that's why my i feel like my voice is is like not sounding normal right now i don't know um because i haven't spoken to anyone in 24 hours they really have not i mean I haven't said more than like five words. So you're really ringing really, true to what you just said about being a hermit at this point. <laughs> I know. Like I really am. Like it's just, it's crazy. Um, yeah. And except what you called earlier. That was the, that is true. The I was going to say that was to. more than five words, but yeah. Okay. More than five words, but yeah, you were the only person I've talked to today. Anyways. Um, sorry. I just am listening to my own voice as I'm talking and realizing it sounds like, you know, I'm like, you know, it's terrible. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know what we're we saying uh dating after quarantine is over and what that looks oh, like oh yeah yeah i have i have no i have it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird and i think we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of uh, material to talk about i think it's gonna be very interesting for people and i think we're gonna have a lot of people who are gonna want to know kind of uh, our perspectives on it and maybe what we're seeing in our community uh with uh like our listeners who tell us how their stories too yeah absolutely it it's probably different across the country just depending on the severity in your city as well and what people, yeah. you know, how fast certain places open up and cities open up and all of that. It'll be different across the board. Yeah. In smaller towns and in more rural areas where they haven't been as badly affected, you're going to see things go back to normal pretty quickly. Well, a lot of places where things are barely, barely went, you know, were not normal anyways. Right. So what about you? Have you, you've been dating, haven't you? I have. I, I have. I think the last yeah. time we spoke on a recorded line It was, I was about to go on a virtual date with someone for the first time. And since then, it's been two weeks. Since then, we've had, I think, five FaceTime dates or Skype dates. And then we actually did decide to meet in person. And I think I'm going to get a lot of shit for this already because I... I, I know. Well, and we made the decision together after having three FaceTime dates. Hold on. You just said you think you're going to get shit for it. I've said on the last three episodes, I think, that I've been having people more vocal to give you people shit. over and nobody has said shit to me. So if they're, they're, if they're, they're not going to dare to say shit to me. They can't say shit to you either. OK, I'm just well, going to put that put it well, that out there. I'm just saying, well, it's probably because they were friends or whatever. But for me, it was OK, let's do let's do a picnic. Let's stay six feet apart and we won't hug. We won't kiss. We won't do anything, even though we're dying for fucking physical interaction at this point, because we've talked literally every single day since our FaceTime date. Um, We we like sat by the river and I grabbed public subs and we sat there and he brought 
he made like a cocktail or whatever and we sat by the river and we talked for three hours got some sunshine and then he walked me back to my place and of course it was so awkward it the the most i think the most awkward thing about meeting in person was we didn't hug when we first met so we were were like "Uh, what do we do and then when we were saying goodbye we kind of walked far apart and then we didn't hug again and it was just so fucking awkward and he even apologized he's like sorry for my awkwardness i'm like yeah i don't know what to do here either this is just so fucking weird because we obviously both wanted to kiss one another but we held back on that and even held back on hugging so it definitely sucked but we were on the same page of that was fucking awkward You know, I wonder if that's what courtships were like, like in the 1920s or 30s or whatever, where people were like, they would go out on a picnic or whatever. And they, but they had, they kept, they, they didn't touch each other at all. There was no PDA. There was no, uh, you know, anything like that. It was, you know, that maybe they might ask permission to hold their hand when they walk back. But uh, I feel like that's might have been what it was like. Yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, I could see that being a thing back then. But, so, but how was the, so how was the picnic? You guys had a good conversation. Everything went well. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm trying to compile two weeks of seeing this person into, I, I, you know, I know whatever, because yeah. it's been so long and a lot of stuff's happened. But I mean, there's obviously a connection there from a, you know, physical standpoint and then also just an emotional intelligence standpoint. And that that's good. Um, good. <laughs> We even on our first FaceTime date, we chatted for three hours. So we normally talk when we talk online. It's for a long time and we both don't want to get off until it's probably 1130 midnight. And we realize, well, you have work tomorrow, so (laughs) let's get off. But um, speaking of getting off, um, did you, you guys, <laughs> wow, uh, I left that segue <laughs> open. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you did. You really, you really opened Damn the door it. for me. Damn so it. speaking of getting off, you guys uh, gotten a little dirty. We have. Um, OK, so. So we had our FaceTime date two Sundays ago and then Monday he dropped off. He asked me how my wine situation was looking and I said, I'm running low on wine actually. He went to, he pulled the um, master of none line. I'm going to Whole Foods. Can I get you anything? And I thought he was kidding. And then he sent me a photo of the aisle at Whole Foods in the wine aisle. And then I was like, yeah, this is the type of wine I like. And then he stopped by once I was finished working and dropped off. That was my first time actually meeting him in person, which was the following day after our three hour conversation. He dropped off the wine. And again, that that first interaction, we didn't hug. We didn't do anything. It was that was even au- more awkward because we had just only talked for three hours and then saw each other in person. But um, right. so after that, then um, we had a couple other FaceTime dates. And then there was one night I was just being fucking horny as shit. Let's just put it to put it like that. <laughs> and but we, we were both feeling it, though. And it start we started sexting. But <laughs> my version of sexting is different than other people's version of sexting. I, I'll so, tell you what. I would pay probably any sum of money to read your text messages when you sex because I can only imagine like I just just I'm trying to picture how much how much I would laugh and I, I feel you. like I would Fuck just die you. laughing at it I, I really would I would pay any any amount of money there's no amount that would be too large for the value the entertainment value of reading those texts well I'll give you I won't read them but I'll give you a oh, can you read it can you read like a couple absolutely no, because we were talking. It wasn't even me saying, oh, I want to put your your <laughs> dick in my mouth. It wasn't anything like that. I didn't even go there. He oh went there, God. which I was fine with. Um, but it right. was more of me talking about what I like 
we that's kind of okay. how the conversation started of so uh, right what I, do you like and then we we're talking about toys that we had and then we were talking about how we would be if we were in the same room together so it was just a slow build and then I stopped texting for, you know, a solid 10 minutes and got off. And then I told him that that's what just happened. And then we continued the conversation and I was horny again. And it, it was it was probably an hour of just back and forth, which was great and much needed. And then it was funny because the following like two days later, we, that's when we actually met in person um, and had our picnic or whatever. And that was something that he brought up. He's just like, yeah, I had a lot of fun that other night. So I'm sure I'm sure. But yeah, it wasn't, I didn't go, no surprise. I, I wasn't sending really any photos or anything like that. You know, he sent a right, couple right. photos, which, you know, I'm not hating on. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And so after, and after your picnic date, you didn't have any, uh, any desire to, like... You, you really were like okay with just him walking away? No, I wasn't fucking okay. Are you kidding me? I wanted him to co- <laughs> I wanted him to come back upstairs and my ho ass. And I, I apologize, but then we were both feeling it. We were both on the same page. We were it was probably an at the end of us sitting outside eating and you know, looking at the clock. Not that we have anywhere to fucking go. And right. I make the comment of, okay, we've we've consumed a lot of liquid. So at this point, you know, we're sitting outside. <laughs> someone someone has to normally this is where I would get up and go to the bathroom on a date, you know, you know, there's a bathroom break scenario. And so I kinda turn right. to him like, Well, um, what do you think about coming back to my place? And I said I said something like, This would be the point of the date where I would ask you to come back to my place and then he kind of you know, did a sigh and was like, I can't, I can't do it. And I was like, fuck, I'm so bad. I'm instigating this. I'm, I'm the terrible <laughs> one. Like I'm not following the rules. Cause I, I felt like the invisible police. I was like, Ooh, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have asked that. That was inappropriate. You know, it's right, not, right. Inappro- it wasn't inappropriate, but yet because of all of this quarantine and social distancing, it felt very inappropriate to ask. And then he was like, no, it's fine. Um, so he walked me back to my place and then, <laughs> you know, we said goodbye. And then he had texted me probably 10 minutes later and said, I'm kicking myself for not going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm no, just sure. driving around right now because I have nowhere else to be. And I wish I would have just gone inside. And I was like, I think we made the right call. And then we started texting the rest of Saturday night. And then Sunday, um, I had pl- I was going to actually invite him over. So we were going to say, uh-huh. fuck the rules come over let's fool around let's get physical let's actually hug one another 
And then I got scared. Oh, yeah. Hug- hugging is what you were talking about for sure. Only hugging. Strictly hugging, guys. Only hugging. Only yeah. hugging. Um, yeah, so we had planned for... Hugging su- that dick with your mouth, maybe. <laughs> that, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but so we were texting back and forth Sunday, and he was trying to figure out what time in the afternoon he was going to come over, and we were going to hang out at my house. And then I got really fucking nervous and FaceTime one of my friends, and she was like, you know... These short term, um, what is it? Short term gains lead to long term consequences. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't have him come over. And wait, wait, did she really say that? Yes, yes. That sounds like something like that a pastor would say to like two kids, like about having sex together. Like you know, short term gains have long term consequences. Eighteen years, you're gonna have a child. You know, like (laughs) this. Yeah, pretty much. And I just kept thinking about it and I was like, oh, you know, it's still it's still pretty bad out there, even though even though we had just hung out. You know what I mean? I just got nervous about it and told him and then I had anxiety about it because, you know, my anxiety has been up and down throughout all of this. And he understood. And yeah, so. Well, the fact that he understood is a good sign. Yeah. Because I would say that it would be a huge red flag if all of a sudden he got like really shitty. And, you know, because I could see a lot of guys getting shitty about that and be like, oh, you know, you're being a tease or whatever. And, you know, I had my hopes up. I got blue balls or whatever. You know, just one of those stupid guilt trips that, that a lot of guys do. And the fact he didn't, that's a good sign. Yeah. I mean, we've joked of like this is the longest, <laughs> biggest tease right now. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but right. just because, you know, we haven't been able to even hug one another. But um, sure. what else? What else? I With red flags, though, I mean... You mentioning, oh, you know, how could you, how could you not let me come over? Blue balls, blah blah blah. He is ve- what I really like about him is even when he says stuff that I don't even take like that, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, that could come off a certain way. And then I read it again, I'm like, I guess it could, I guess it could, but I didn't interpret it like that. But I appreciate you. he's very proactive in how he communicates. He's like, sorry, that was that was a really negative response. I shouldn't have responded to your question like that, or sorry, that was inappropriate. And it, I didn't mind mm-hmm. it. I mean. <laughs> I forget what we were we were saying yesterday, but I oh oh because I had made I had made tacos for dinner last night, and he had made some like chicken marsala dish, um or chicken curry dish or whatever, and um he didn't think that he made the dish very well, and then he said you know you might have to share, and I said oh I don't pro- I don't have a problem sharing I could cook more just come on over, and then he responded I feel like there's an eating taco joke in there, but I'm above responding to that, and then I was like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, see, in that case, that wasn't a red flag. That was him not being a twelve-year-old, <laughs> and I'm twelve, <laughs> and you being a twelve-year-old when it comes to your sense of humor. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Okay, oh, but God. yeah, so things are good. Obviously, attracted to him. I like I like talking with him, and um, it's actually nice. it's actually getting us to talk about more things than I think we would if it would just be any regular before. COVID-19 right, right. type of thing. So well, I think it's good that you managed to go out and see him in person. So you actually get to see him face to face. And that's a, that's important, you know, I, because I do think the fact that you were able to stay strong is, is also, you know, is a very impressive, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very impressive. But I think that's good that you got to see him. So then you guys at least got to see if there's that physical spark or that can, you know, even if you're not touching each other, um, you can still tell if there's a spark. Yeah. Yeah. Which you can't always tell on FaceTime. And honestly, that's kind of what I was worried about when we did meet up in person yeah. for the first time was, okay, is it going to be 
different or it, it was honestly just the same as it was on FaceTime, which was great. And, you know, he obviously looks the same as he does in all of his photos and on FaceTime. So that was another good thing. Those are things I probably wouldn't ever say outside of this situation, too, which is so weird. Right. But, right. Um, yeah. 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 That's so cool. we're still talking. Actually, after we're finished recording today, we're going to have another um, video session. So that sounds more session. Sex- that sounds more sexual than, I, than it is. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a video session. I'm also. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we haven't done that, actually. But I mean, is anyone surprised at this point? But. I mean, I'm, I'm, I kind of expect you might get there. You, you might still get there. I guess well, we'll he, see what happens. He, how, long, how long this goes on? He kind of stopped me from sending. I have, I have an archive of old photos that are pretty sexy. <laughs> that, of course, Adam's like, uh, those probably aren't. Yeah, but. I know. I know. Like, I know what you think is a sexy photo, and it's what most people just post on their Instagram. <sighs> Anyways, I was gonna send him a couple. Is it as sexy as you with the pillow um, outfit? <laughs> I mean, it's me in like a bra standing in front of the mirror, and it's it's a really fucking hot ass bra that I didn't buy that I regret not buying. But um, ah. I did actually post the, that. the pillow uh, outfit though you put on Instagram was hilarious. Oh well, thank you, thank you. But you had guys thinking like saying it was sexy, didn't you? People thought that was sexual like a, just because you saw a little bit of side, side boob, boob and then the the yeah. lining. You know, the side of my thong or whatever that that right. was that was honestly it was only yes. a, not even half of my body was out bare and people no i know it was yeah it was flipped out anything. but yeah so but i i tried to send him photos <laughs> photos yeah. and he was like you know i want to wait until i can actually get my hands on you and i was like oh okay we can wait but oh. i feel like i'm being bad but I don't, I, I just, this is so weird because I'm the one pushing, come over. Like, right. at this point, I'm, host Sarah is out and ready to play. It has just been too yeah. fucking long. So that's all I got to say about that. that. <laughs> that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, I forgot to mention actually that, the, and it's it's kind of relevant, is that I had uh, back in like October, November, so long ago, I went out with someone that we nicknamed the Spicy Pisces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we've been, you know we went out, we've been out a couple times, and the last time we saw each other, she got too drunk, and I was at her place, and we were fooling around, and she was like, and you said no, barely co- right. coherent. So I was like, oh, you need to go to bed. Like, and so <laughs> I like basically put her to, put her to bed, and then left. And um, she supposedly had actually moved all the way across the state to Clearwater, but then all this happened and the job that she was supposed to start over there went out of, you know, basically disappeared. So she came back 
So she came over the other night, um, and we, yeah, we were we were originally gonna do like a pool day, but it was rainy. So I, yeah, I, I did I not tell you this? No, no, that's okay. My my shocked face. <laughs> yeah, she came over the other night, uh, and I was like, oh, this will be fun, and we ended up just kind of catching up and talking, and then like playing literal board games. Like we're actually like playing things like Scrabble and. Um, what else we play like connect four and just, just having fun. We just had, we each had like, we had a drink and we were just kind of chilling and relaxing, but we were, we were within close proximity of each other. We were like touching in a, you know, a casual touching type of way. And in my mind, and, and I, I don't have any confirmation of this, but I kind of felt from things that she'd said to me that maybe things could have progressed that night. Like that I probably could have gotten laid uh, that night. It possibly, possibly would have happened. And if it wasn't for COVID-19, damn, no, it had nothing to do with that at all. I totally would have just said fuck it and had sex with her. Um, of course I would have, um, you know, but I mean, yes, it's me. Uh, Irresponsible Adam. So I don't give a fuck, uh, basically, but, uh, but no, what, what actually happened was like, it started getting late and like around midnight, we were just, we were like getting along. It was great. Like I had a lot of fun. I got tired and I was kind of like, she was kind of like, I, I could tell that she was trying to figure out what was going to happen. And I kind of was like, I think I'm ready for bed. And so she went home and yeah, I know. What? <laughs> and I, I think that might be part of my whole mentality of being a hermit right now is that I, I don't know that my, my, like my sex drive <laughs> also kind of disappeared temporarily. Like, I feel like it's just kind of like, eh, what's the point? It's like, what, why, why bother talking to people? Why bother, you know, having a sex drive right now? I, I feel, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know if and still, even though I was fine with, with whatever in the back of my head, I let the idea of COVID-19 get to me, um, even though we were in close proximity sitting there talking, playing games. So what's really one next step after that? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, nothing happened. And I, I think it could have. I really do think it could have. She sent me a naked snap the next day saying how lonely she was. So I do think it definitely could have. And I chose not to. And I don't know why I made such a poor decision. I think it was the responsible call, but that's just me. Fuck being responsible. I'm just saying I'm trying to be as responsible (laughs) as I can right now, but still having a little bit of fun because my whole thing, I mean, and like I said to the backlash on this could be strong, but my whole thing is eventually things are not that I'm saying let's open everything up tomorrow and you know I'm not one of those protesters or anything but eventually things are gonna have to get back to normal eventually yeah yeah eventually I mean I already I already went into work for two days but there was no one in the office and where I was for your own like sanity because I had cried three days straight because I was so fucking depressed and lonely and it's been raining here in Nashville and it really fucked with me and you know, my boss was told me, you know, if you want to go into the office, there's no one there and we're considered a, an essential business. So we're allowed to be open. So just go in. And I went in two days in a row and got takeout lunch and I felt like a normal fucking human being again. And then and then that following mm-hmm. day, I went on a date um, with the virtual um, guy. He's not virtual, but I don't know a nickname for him because I almost we just, come said, with a nickname for I almost just said his name and I was like, oh, oh, I can't say that. Um, but. I don't know, like those three days in a row maybe feel like back to normal. But my whole point is eventually it's going to get back to normal. Master of none. That's what we're going to call him. No, let's not call him that. Why? That's he pulled the master of none trick and it was a good one. It actually worked. It was a he actually brought you some from Whole Foods. Okay, fine. We We can do that, I guess. You don't like that nickname. No, it's 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 fine. It's fine. It's just 
I was thinking something more spicy, but that's fine. More spicy than master of none. <laughs> it's not going to be spicy Pisces. I'll tell you that much, but no, I, know, yeah, <laughs> I don't no. know why I said spicy, but yeah. Okay. We can stick with master of none, but anyways, I, I don't know. I just eventually I'm proceeding with caution and obviously I'm advising anyone who wants to be on dating apps and go out on dates to go as far in this whole virtual dating thing and in person as much as you feel comfortable to do so. Don't, you know, we've discussed this already. Don't meet up in person if you, if your anxiety is high and you don't feel comfortable with it, but just know eventually, you know, there, there will be an easing back into society thing too. So that's reassuring of, you know, get back out. I'm just, I'm totally falling apart. So I might just start regressing more and more and I'll just never leave my house ever again. I'm I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to get out at least a couple times a week, but I don't want to go to the grocery store. But anyways, I mean, I'm just trying to anything right. for my mental health right now is what I got to well, do. It's funny because just to get out of the house, I have I've been going to support the local restaurants that I that I know, and there's one local one's called the Waterfront Orlando over in Soto, and they've been doing a lot of trying to stay up stay up by giving you know to go food and doing specials and all that. So I've been trying to support them and like share them on social media and go and buy food from them and everything like that to, to show my support. And I apparently have gone there so much that today I went there for brunch and they gave it to me for free. No way. I was like, and I was like, no, let me pay. I'm here to try to support you. And they're like, yeah, you've done a lot. Like here, just, just take this. This one's on us. <laughs> and I felt bad about it. I was like, but they're probably like, God, he comes all the time. He really just needs social contact apparently with somebody. Damn. <laughs> that was what they thought. Yeah. So I was just like, that's oh, okay. okay. Food's good though, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm going to be going back there tomorrow. So <laughs> every fucking day, it's the new alehouse for you. Well, yeah, it's, but it's also in Soto. So it's like 20, 25 minutes away. So it's like a nice hour drive. Like I get to take my time. Like I, I just, I'm like, oh, let me, where else can I go? What haven't I driven around recently? You know? And I just, it's nice to just be out of the fucking house. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, okay. Well, there's, there's your life. I, I'm in, really interested to see when, especially since we do this every two weeks right now, which I, I think is, is, has been, has been good, uh, for us, uh, as well that, uh, to see what happens in the next two weeks. Who knows? You know, who fucking knows? I short term games can have a the gains can have a long, what was the long term consequences? I know. Long-term I know. Consequences. Ugh, um, that's in the back of my mind. But and also, be. don't worry about it. Just go have fun and enjoy your company with this guy. Okay, that's what I. That's what I think. Yes, Adam. <laughs> um, I had uh, I one one thing before we go to break too that I, that I just thought was entertaining. Um, yesterday, just just because Twitter has just been going crazy, I feel like everybody uh, on Twitter is like just you can tell that people are going crazy. Celebrities are going crazy on there, like and like they're being like more maybe more personal or maybe staying in touch with their fans a little more. But I just did a random survey and I asked how many people do you think you've kissed in your life so far? I just wanted to I don't know why I had this idea. I just kinda wanted to see what it was like. Because it's not a number you normally think about. You normally think about your number of sexual partners, but not the number of people you kissed. And um I out of uh it looks like eighty two votes, um twenty four percent said under ten. 36.6% said between 11 to 35, 17.1% said 36 to 75, and then 22% said 76 or more people in their life. So I was trying to think about mine. I was like, well, I think my number, I'd have to go through and just make an actual list of everybody I've had sex with. But I feel like my number is somewhere around like 30 to 35. So 
I'm pretty sure that like the number of people I've kissed has to be between 36 or 75 because I've kissed a lot more people than I've had sex with because there's been people I've kissed that I just did not end up banging. Right. So, but what about you? What would you say your number I is? Think I'm on, I think I'm in that range too. I've kissed way too many fucking people. Not that that's yeah, a bad thing, that. but I, I no, said yeah, I yeah. said the 36 to 75 range. Just, yeah, just so thinking about that. all the dates I've been on how many people of those dates I've kissed back in high school, like all the old stuff too. Yeah. It's, it's probably up there. Not that that's it's probably up thing, there. Yeah. But. It's an interesting, interesting thing. So I just, uh, just, it was a survey I had uh, just for a day just to see what people uh, said. And uh, I just found it really interesting. I think 11 to 35 being the, the 36%, the biggest number surprised me. And the fact that, I mean, the two biggest numbers were 35 or fewer people. Hmm. You know, that was 60% of people said that they, they was under 35 or less. Yeah, I've just, kissed uh, way too many me. people to know what bad kissing and good kissing is, you know? Oh, right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you had asked me when I was like 22 years old, it would have been like six people probably. Right. Which is just crazy. That's what happens so, when you're anyways. single and you just have, you know date well back then yeah yeah single and then i married then you marry the first person you have sex with that's what happens i mean that too but then you don't kiss anybody else for uh for 10 years <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh, that was just interesting i think I it's know. pretty interesting um, yeah yeah just uh just for the hell of it well i think we should uh take a break and when we get back we will dive into breaking the topic up of <laughs> breaking up during a quarantine i think this will be an interesting topic that uh hopefully everyone sticks around and enjoys yet none of us have been broken up with <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back this would normally be where we'd have a message from our sponsors but we are basically our own sponsors yeah that's right we take care of everything Recording, writing, moderating, advising, commenting, researching, editing, designing, marketing, promoting, and building this great DKS community we have. That's where you come in. We'd love for your support to help keep us going, help us grow, and help us improve every week. And for as low as $5 a month, you can be one of our patrons, getting access to incredible exclusive content and supporting all of the hard work we do. Visit patreon.com slash DKS podcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash DKS podcast today if you're ready to show your support. And it's okay if you can't too, but we'd love to have you join our community either way. Follow our Instagram at Dating Kind of Sucks for our weekly Just the Tip Thursday. Join our Facebook group and get advice, share stories, and talk about dating, sex, and relationships at facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. Check out our blog posts and every episode at datingkindofsucks.com. And leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher if you haven't already. Thanks again for listening and being part of the Dating Kind of Sucks community. And now, back to the show. So this uh, this topic came up because I got a direct message on Twitter from someone who I, I believe is a listener because he referred to the podcast. But he um, he said, hi, Adam. I hope you're well. I had a question and maybe you can answer this on the podcast or even create a mini topic about it. I'm considering a breakup with someone I've been dating for two years. We live about 30 minutes drive apart, and I'm wondering if, given the current situation, is it okay to break up over the phone? I don't know if asking this makes me seem shitty or not, but we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. I'd like to hear your thoughts on breaking the in-person etiquette of breaking up in the quarantine world. So that was his, uh, his question. Well, it's more, it's more than a mini topic. It's a full-blown topic. Woo! I, was, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, you know. So, And uh, I, I asked him a question. I said, um, after two years, I said, that does seem a little shitty. Have you been talking regularly or FaceTiming? And he did say, no FaceTime. She hates it. But talking a few times a week, we still text every day. 
Having this time apart has kind of made me wonder if I really want to continue this or not. Maybe I'm just copping out, but I'd hate to string her along until the lockdowns ease if I made my mind up to end this. Damn. So I know, like that's Ugh. a that's a tough one. Ugh. So I thought that that might be a good topic for for us to uh, dive into for the second half of this episode. Yeah, two years definitely adds weight onto that, and everyone's situation's different. But mm, yeah, right. And 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 two years is it's funny because you hear two two years and you automatically think oh that they've been you know like by two years is when you start talking about living with each other et cetera but if after two years they're still living thirty minutes apart from each other it could also be that type of two years where people see each other once a week or you know and they then they it's talk more long during, distance you know, ish not really but. maybe I mean because thirty minutes isn't really long distance but depending on work schedules it could be or school I don't know I I, I absolutely know I know nothing about like where he is or where she is like in life. Are they in school? Are they working full time? How old they are or anything like that. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sure what we you know what, what their situation is, but so two years could mean two years like of being like when I date somebody, it's usually like if we're, if we're committed, we're together all the time. Like it's five days a week, six days a week, usually, you know, like you see yeah. that. So two years for me would be very significant. Whereas two years for some people might be, you know, you, you'd, you have seen them a fraction of the time. Right. I mean, from my experience, I've been broken up with over the phone and I've also broken up with someone over FaceTime, both very different lengths of relationships. But the two year relationship that I was in, we were long distance. So he lived in Boston and I lived in Orlando. And at that point, I had just I knew and I was going to see him in May, but I broke up with him in April because I just I didn't want to go. I didn't want to break up with him and see him in person and make that like a really bad, awkward trip, you know, of like, how was I going to, what was I going to do? So I made the decision to break up with him via FaceTime, which we, we didn't. And to go back to his thing of, Oh, we don't really FaceTime. We didn't really FaceTime that much either, but I made it as a fun, I, it was, this is shitty to say, but I, I kind of, so it wouldn't seem suspicious I <laughs> like two. Of the- <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait to hear what you're about to say here. This is bad. Okay, I'm a shit person. Um, so it wouldn't be that suspicious that like a breakup was on the horizon since we barely ever Facetimed. I was I said, hey, we should probably just Facetime more. So a couple weeks before I knew I wanted to break up with him, we started Facetiming a little bit more every week. Just, just so, so because I sneaky. because I knew that I had because I there was no fucking way one I was going to fly up to Boston to break up with him in person and two right. there was no way I could let a two year relationship end over the phone like it just that just did not feel right to me so I knew that I had to do yeah. it over FaceTime and so that was that was my way of doing because if I just randomly FaceTime out of the blue it would it would have just seemed not like us at all so sure. Sounds shitty, but that was that was my way of, you know, doing that. And we ended up breaking on FaceTime. And honestly, it was kind of more heartbreaking than if I think it would have been over in in person or over the phone because you could just see, you know, you think you don't think it would have been as heartbreaking in person. It would have been. But there's there's an it's it's easier to leave a house after you've broken up with someone and just say that's true then versus on facetime they just want to keep talking about it and keep talking about it and keep talking about it and then go off on you you know what i mean it's it's awkward and you feel like they deserve that little bit of time to say what they have to say or whatever versus if you break up with them in person pieces (laughs) deuces on like out the door you know so that is that is kind of whatever and then being broken up with over the phone it was what a 
four month relationship and he could have done it like two weeks later, but at that point he needed to do it. And then we broke up again in person. But I mean, I kind of wanted it to be over FaceTime, but that's just me. Cause I, I felt cheated in the breakup because it was over the phone. So as, as shitty as it was to break up with my ex over FaceTime, what cheated? What did you think you deserved? I know. I, I thought I deserved a lot back then. Um, I still. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, how you felt cheated, like cheated of, like, did you want to hurt him? Like, like I mean, what, I did. What? I mean, I fucking did. Right, right. I, here's this podcast. Now I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I don't. I don't know. Have you ever been on? Have you been on the show? Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's coming. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. I just. I wanted. I just wanted more. I just felt closure. I felt. Yeah, I felt like it was a half breakup for me. It just. Yeah. It felt something was missing and that's kind of why it's, we ended up meeting yeah. in person and then seeing each other one ag- once again and kind of ending things closing the books in person so right i mean i don't recommend for him if he needs if this breakup's gonna happen i either suggest facetime or doing finding some way for face-to-face to work i don't i don't recommend just over the phone especially after two years that's that's me though yeah, it's it's one of those situations where I, I we did a whole episode on breaking up, and I I cannot for the life of me remember God, what I don't know we talked I about. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't remember, but but I think in my, in my mind, what I what I do find is that it seems in person seems to be the right thing to do, but is it because? Uh, and I'm just talking about generally, not even just during a quarantine, but like generally speaking, it's like let's. Both have to go somewhere, you know, like either, either go to their house or you go to like a restaurant and do it in public somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's just wasting everybody's time, too. Like, it might be best to do it in a, in a you know, a, some type of virtual way, potentially. But I don't know. That's just me. But I'm still. I disagree I with that. But <laughs> I, I know. I know. And I like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I'm just kind of saying that maybe like I, I'm not really 100 percent on that either. I'm just still tied to the fact just loving the idea that you were so you're like, let's just start FaceTiming because you wanted to like ramp up to break. I've never said FaceTime. that out loud either to anybody. That is, but that, that awesome. was that was my strategy. I knew I knew a couple of weeks going in. that, that It's was- a good strategy. Like you have to like get people used to something. I, it just reminds me this it's is completely shitty, aside, though. but I'm going to. I'm going to, I remember one year when I came up from college that I knew that I had failed a class because I missed an exam and my parents were waiting for report cards to come and they hadn't come in yet because my parents got my grades mailed to them. So for the week of Christmas vacation, I kept saying, you know, maybe that school's not for me, you know, like it's, it's, you know, there's been some challenges. Maybe I should just drop out. Like, and I just started like laying the groundwork for this and they're like, no, 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 it's okay. Like there's always going to be challenges. You're going to do fine. Just like, you know, even if you get some bad grades occasionally, that's all like a, you know, my mother was like, I got, I got bad grades in nursing school my first couple semesters. It happens. You'll be fine. And I knew I had an F. So I was like, I absolutely was just letting them talk them, talk themselves up. So they knew. And then, and then when I knew the grades were coming, I left to go back to school and my parents called and like, so you failed the class. You knew about this ahead. Like they, they didn't fall for it. But anyways, it's just it, that you doing that just reminded me of at like 17 doing that in, in college too. Um, just trying to like get the other person ready when you know that something bad is about to happen yeah. and trying to prepare them. But I, in this guy's situation, so I mean, it does change it when you're quarantining. It does, it does change it. Like he, if, if, if they apparently they haven't seen each other. So even though they, they're, they're, they've been dating for two years, they're not seeing each other, which I find odd anyways. If so I've been dating someone so two years, I. Yeah. yeah. 
if you've been dating for someone for two years, I know you. I know they'd be over there. You'd be over at their place all the time. Or you would quarantine together. That's a, that's just. Yeah. Kind of, I I don't know what the situation is there, but I would assume I know a lot of people that actually don't live with their significant other, but they're quarantining with their significant other because they didn't want to be alone. And either that's fucked right. up their relationship or it's helped their relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> time will tell on that. But they may be breaking up. I mean, yeah. yeah. So that right there tells me that maybe this relationship might might be might have been having some issues from the beginning. Yeah. I know how the conversation so, uh, plays out, but the actual medium that it goes down on is right. So, like, so I, I'd like to, you know, at least, you know, I, I gave him some advice, but I thought we should at least give him advice, and then we can kind of talk about it in a more general sense too, okay. about for you know, just in, in, if you are considering breaking up while you're <laughs> while you're in quarantine. So for him specifically, I mean, it sounds like I think it feels like there's already issues if they haven't seen each other at all, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to FaceTime. So he's not even like seeing her, and they've been together for two years. So that like that to I'm me, I'm surprised like, the oh, FaceTime too. Yeah, more people too. are yeah, Zoom I, meeting. You know, like you said earlier, more people are doing Zoom and normalizing doing FaceTime video calls. So the fact that they haven't done that and think that it's weird is kind of off as yeah. well. So right, because yeah, even after me saying that I I have no interest in doing that thing, if I was in a relationship with someone, I would be doing that. Like that would be mm-hmm. something that I. That's a different situation than just, you know, checking up on friends and having a virtual happy hour, which I just think sounds sad and lonely, if I'm going to be honest. It's not terrible, okay? I've done a couple. Yeah, I'm sure. It's just, oh, let's just drink (laughs) at home and pretend we're not. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that, that was the, like, that makes it hard. And, and, but I, but I think if he, why would he want to, like he said, string it out? Like, why would he want to keep it's not i mean it's not like they're both going to go out and go find new people anyways right. you know a lot of times you say you should break up with them when you know you're not happy because let them go find happiness but she's not about to go find happiness in the middle of quarantining anyways i mean so you know what do you think she can get on tinder <laughs> she can get on a dating app but it's not obviously sure it's not the same um yeah, definitely don't string it along. I, I agree. The second you know, it just feels... But could you string it along? That's what I'm saying. In the case of a quarantine, <sighs> if you're not going to... Like, you usually don't want to string it along because you want to let them free. You want to, you know, let them go free so they can go find somebody. But is that going to happen right now when everyone's quarantining? So aren't you just... You're not really negatively affecting them, are you? I, I'm asking. I'm not, I don't have an answer for that. I think just me, if I was in this situation, I think I would be negatively affected because... I mean, their their relationship sounds different, but if I have a boyfriend who's 30 minutes away and he wants to break with me, I have no idea. But I'm also, you know, talking to him for emotional support, you know, that he's helping me out right now. And I would think that that would continue to build our bond even stronger through the quarantine. And we would be looking forward to seeing each other outside of quarantine. And that would be the next thing that, you know, because we're not seeing each other in person, you know, that we would be excited to do that so i think it's also it's also likely that if he's not happy it's probably coming across in his tone absolutely and everything so she might be second guessing herself or maybe having issues right now trying to figure it out which isn't good for her anyway so then maybe that is why you don't want to string him along and you want to just let her know yeah because think about it if she is home alone just sitting on this thinking about it having anxiety about coronavirus and being alone and then this relationship failing i mean cut one of cut one of the sources of anxiety off and just let her let her heal in this time i i mean yeah it sucks to not be able to have some kind of rebound and to get back out there and meet people if you're 
broken up with during this time but at least you get the like the emotional clarity and you can actually because there's really nothing else to focus on right you can actually think okay well I can process my feelings quietly for a couple days and cry and get it all out and then I can reflect grow get stronger and use this time to get better and then prep myself for if I want to date again or what future me wants to be I don't know. I'm I'm doing a lot she, of transforming. She might have been, she might be, might have been wanting to cut her bangs this whole time and afraid that he didn't like wouldn't like him, and now she can, you know, because people are apparently going out through all types of hair transformations while they're in uh, quarantine as well. That's true. So now maybe she's like do whatever the fuck she wants. Um. So the the advice I suggested to him is that if, if he's really made up, that he should do it. But I suggested he write it down first, like write down the reasons, you know. And, and then I said, you know, avoid avoid trying to be like. I think uh, I hope we can be friends or you deserve better or anything that's like this kind of martyrdom type stuff. Right. You just keep it simple, you know, and you just, you're, I'm not happy. I don't think, I think we should go our separate ways, um, you know, and I don't bear you any ill will and I'm sorry about this. And I'm, you know, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to hurt you, but I don't, I think it's better to end it now than to keep it going. And that's it, you know, leave it at that. Um, But, and if you're going to do it, do it by phone, you know, do it, do it by phone or FaceTime. What if, what about this? What about the idea of going like to their house and just standing six feet away, like out their door and telling them? God, that sounds shitty as fuck too. Right? That sounds uh, so bad. Like, I feel like that's not better. I don't feel like that, that's any better to be like, uh, I drove all the way over here to tell you this. Oh, yeah. I just. Cause you'll be so excited. You'll be so excited to see them. And then they have, you know, you haven't seen them in, th- in you know, in a couple, in several oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. I I like my FaceTime tactic that I did to break up with someone and it felt kind of shitty at first, but it ended up being right. like the right call for our situation. Um, there's so many things that would be different where I would suggest doing it in person if they were seeing each other in person, but they're not. Um, yeah. My other thing is too, uh, with the whole, should I, should I do it now? Should I wait? We don't know what the future looks like right now. And a lot of cities, there there is no... It's getting pushed to June. Who knows what will open back up in June? Who know? You know, th- this could this could be a lot longer. So, is it really worth your for the per- for this person who messaged you? Is it really worth your mental health and anxiety to keep stringing this along? You you des- point. you deserve as much as you know. You're considering the person that's who's about to be broken up with. You also deserve your clarity. You also deserve that that headspace and to not worry anymore and to not and obviously it's weighing on him and you got to look out for yourself too like it's a a shitty situation is a shitty situation but fuck it if you're very unhappy you gotta you gotta do what's best for you i mean i I agree i agree i think that you know that that's in the long run you do have to do what's best for you you should never stay in something just because you're worried about it like as you're worried about that person i mean you need to do what's best for you and then Right. Try to be kind about it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. All you can do is be kind. Write it down was a great, uh, great advice and just think it out. I mean, shit. (laughs) When I planned my breakup, I wrote down the first opening sentences of what I was going to say. So I knew how to get on track with the conversation. Because it's so awkward, too, of when you call someone to break up with them. Oh, how's your day? Good. You got to think of your first opening lines to right, to ease right. into the conversation. So as you're writing stuff down, if you're if you're going to do it over FaceTime, plan out the first couple sentences so then you could ease in transition into that conversation because it's so fucking awkward too. Yeah. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, just in general with breaking up, but I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Yeah. It's probably well, even more awkward on FaceTime, I, so. I'm hoping he has some luck with it, uh, you know, that it's not too bad for both of them. He's going to, uh, hopefully he'll let me know uh, how it how it goes and uh, I can report back next episode. But that, um, I think, you know, I, I think the phone is, is definitely a tough way to break up with somebody after two years. But in this situation, it seems like that might be, the in some capacity, phone or FaceTime might be the best solution. Yeah. But so what about people in a more general sense? I think we're going to see a lot of breakups and divorces after this. You really th- you really think so? I do. I think that there are a lot of here's here's what I, relationships a lot of times they, they need- work because the huh? Oh no, no, go on, go on. They work because the people aren't always together. Like they work sometimes because you spend, you know, you're you're seeing them occasionally, you're seeing them just enough basically. And it might be things where some of them have red flags. Some of them might not be the best relationship that has an expiration date two years in the future. But when you're spending every day together, that expiration date is ramped up significantly. And it's like, it's going to happen now. It's like a, it's like just a tea kettle basically waiting to just waiting to go. Yeah, that's true. Because you, because you are, you're, you're faced with the problems in the relationship on a daily basis instead of, Oh, I only see them every weekend because we work during the week. And so it's no, you know, it's no big deal. Or, you know, I were I, since we work full time, we only go out, you know, three nights a week. And so that's it. That your time together is three nights a week or whatever. And so when your time together is staying at home all day long and not work, working from home and then trying to, you know, trying to navigate working from home with someone else working from home. I just really see a lot of relationships that already had expiration dates, not healthy, good relationships, but relationships that were already going to end at some point. That expiration date just being moved up very, very quickly, exponentially to now. <laughs> to yesterday. I mean, yeah, it's so like as soon as as soon as this is over, people are like, "Oh, I'm fucking done. Let's get out. We're we're out of here." I never want to. I never want to see you again. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we should talk about that. Like, well, what's what do you do? Well, I, I will say to your last point too, with the relationship being stuck inside, you're also losing the fun things that a relationship would get to experience. So you're not having those fun outings anymore. You're not having maybe some of those outside influences that made your relationship more fun if i if i was in a relationship right now quarantine with someone i guarantee the pet peeves that i had that didn't really affect me that much would be ramped the fuck up and i would have oh yeah and even even if the relationship didn't have an expiration date i mean who really know well you kind of know but who really knows like okay we'll last (laughs) we'll last three years and whatever but um i think that the things that annoy me about another person. And also I'm saying this cause I live at home and I don't like living with other people. But if I, sure. that whole thing would definitely set me off and pet peeves would be a lot more obvious. So it's like traveling with someone, you know, that's a good way so to see how your true. relationship is. Oh my God. Yeah. If you go on a trip with them, like a road trip or something, then you can, or, you know, then you can really kind of see all those little things that you don't always think about. It's like, when you date versus living with someone, like the moving in with someone, you get to see all the, you know, do they put the toilet paper on the sand the same way you do? Do they, do they leave the, the lid on the toothpaste off? Like all these little things that how clean might are drive they? you crazy. How, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, exactly. Ugh, do they eat with their mouth? So it might, might drive you crazy, but then in the long run, um, it's no big deal. You're like, oh, I can, I can lo- overlook it. But then you go ahead and you, uh, you know, you're living with them and you're seeing it every fucking day. It's that's I'm surprised there's not more murder because I, I, I saw that oh crime has been down, but I'm surprised there's not more murder right now. 
I'm sure there's a lot more fighting going on, if anything, in unhappy relationships already that they're fucking fighting like no other. Yeah, it is important to, to note on, on a very serious note that, that that there is increases in domestic abuse right now, which is which is True. terrible. Yeah, but that abuse abusive relationships, which are obviously are not are very toxic relationships, where people are trapped. Now they're trapped even more, and that's even harder. It's 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 a very difficult situation. And I, you know, and, and I can't even imagine having to be in that situation where someone's had, I've, I've posted a few times on my, on so, you know, social media publicly that, Hey, if you are in a domestic, you know, in an abusive situation locally and you know, you're stuck at home with someone who's abusive, you, you know, I have a couch for you. Like I want someone to at least know they can hop in the car or call me or something. I'll come pick them up, whatever, because that, that's a, that's a tough, tough situation. So Obviously, those relationships should end, but that's not a safe situation, and I don't think we are in a place to be able to talk about that. Right? Yeah. But I wanted to mention it because I think it's important to talk about that. You know that 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 is that is definitely happening. That those those are increasing right now. Mm-hmm. I I thought about that really when this whole thing started, but then with everything else going on, you kind of forget about that. To be honest, or for me, anyways, I kind of forgot about it. Well, it's easy to because. You're not, you know, you, there's so, well, first of all, there's so much shit going on in the news about everything Yeah. that it's just, it's crazy, you know, every day, not even every day, every 10 minutes you can look at the news and there's something else weird happening, you know, like there's you know, something else crazy or insane. Or I got my Lysol concoction right here, actually, if you're <laughs> right, right, I know you're yeah, yeah, doing, doing sh- <laughs> shots of bleach, you know, whatever. Um, did you, did you know, by the way, 30 people in New York, um, made calls either to the hospital no. or to 911 about uh drinking disinfectant. Jesus um, Christ. They uh, have yeah. enough problems. Yeah. Oh my god. But anyways, um yeah, so so I could see that you wouldn't think about that cuz you're not you you're worried about yourself. And that's that's another big part of this is that, you know, when you're in a relationship and if you are if you do have the person at home and you're living with them, anxiety is is ramped up for everyone. Um, you know, even people who maybe don't usually have anxiety, anxiety, depression, stress, all of those are uh, higher levels than they usually are. Mm-hmm. And that's going to put a strain on even a good relationship. Yeah, because you probably haven't processed those feelings with a partner ever. You know, you'll true. You're alone. You've either never experienced anxiety, depression or any other issue. And then now you're with a partner and you're trying to process those feelings, trying to be a good spouse or partner and then i don't it's tough it's fucking tough and it it is and and i I would say there's especially a lot of men out there who probably aren't used to dealing with anxiety or the ideas or even depression like they you know it's not something that they're used to trying to push it aside and when you're kind of faced with it on a regular basis it can be very difficult so they're they're probably wrestling with their own emotions and that makes it difficult to be able to be there for someone else it's hard to if you're usually the rock for somebody, it's hard to be the rock when you're going through your own shit and you don't know how to deal with it because you've never had to in the past. Yeah. And you want someone and, to be there for you, but you don't know how and what way do you need them to be there right. for you? Right, right. Like that's that's typically, you know, my role is I'm always the person people come to and I very rarely ever need anybody. But I remember there was one time and I, I talk, I've talked a lot of shit about my ex-wife, but there was one time <laughs> when do. I was in – Huh? I said, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. But there was one time when I was, uh, I want to say it was like probably 2007. I don't know. I had started my business and something fucked up really badly. Like something that I had done with my business, there was just this huge clusterfuck that I was like, oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. And I had like a breakdown 
And I remember I called, called my, my, my wife at the time, called her from, as she was at work. She only worked like a, literally a quarter mile away and could barely talk because I was just like, I was, couldn't even breathe. And she literally came home from work and I was just like laying in bed sobbing. And I remember that she, like, she actually was very good at that. Like she was very, she did a very good job. That was one time she actually was very comforting and very nice. And, and it was, and I think she actually was like, wow, sometimes you're, you actually need somebody, you know? And then she wasn't used to that. And I wasn't used to that because I'm used to always being the person that people come to when they need, you know, when they need something. And that was a good learning experience for me. And I I could see that there's going to be a lot of men out there who pride themselves on being that rock who are crumbling a little bit. And that's going to be hard for a relationship because a lot of women who assume that oh, he'll always be like or, this or he'll always, yeah, he'll always be supporting me. So I, I can kind of throw that burden, not knowing, you know, give some of that burden right. onto him. And now he's got his own burdens and then also whatever his spouse is kind of throwing on his shoulders as well. Right. And they're not used to seeing them vulnerable. And I think some women might actually not like that. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think some people which I think is shitty, but I would say I could see I could see some women who think that that's not manly or that's not whatever, and you know, which is an unhealthy attitude to have. But that I could see that definitely happening too, which is another strain on a relationship. So there's a lot of strains on relationships right now. Yeah. So, what were we talking about before the depressing stuff kicked in? Jesus. (laughs) I mean, we're talking. I mean, we're. I mean, the fucking episode's about breaking up. It's all depressing. I I guess you're right. This is all fucking depressing. Yeah. I mean. Ugh. But in this in this case, I would say it's one of those things like do you uh, – are you in a place where your relationship is just having some growing pains because you're spending so much time together or is it a relationship that needs to end because the compatibility isn't there anymore? That's that's the – maybe the the point that needs to be approached, um, you know. Like in all breakups, just but this s- is just oh. escalated to a certain extent. Right. Like, do you just need space or just because you haven't had any space and you, and everybody needs personal space at some point in their life, especially when you're stressed or is even with space, you can't imagine being with that person anymore. Like those are two very different things. Yeah. And I, I'm just trying to think for people who are their relationship hasn't been going so hot throughout this whole time. My first question is, how have you been communicating with your partner? Has it been meh because oh well we're in the same you know proximity now so i don't really need i want my own space but if you're not communicating i feel like this might even be the time to communicate more about how you're feeling and start i mean i i never did this before you know lockdown but i journal every morning now because there's really there's no one else to really talk to about my feelings you know so is that code for masturbation no it's not code for nap is code for masturbation (laughs) (laughs) that's my code no um but uh yeah so finding an outlet to one for me it's journaling and then for two if i was in a relationship to make sure that i'm communicating hey i'm feeling like this today just regular check-ins that you might not have done before all of this happened so just just a thought yes. so you, you're over communicating how you're feeling about certain things so you know just just so everyone's on the same page because i think that's where a lot of the the blurred lines get with arguments and stuff too is well i expect you to be like this and now you're being emotional and i i don't understand right. why this and it's because you're not sharing how you're feeling about everything 
Yes, although the one – I guess I, I agree with almost all of that. I would say that sometimes what happens, especially people who are maybe um, a little bit needy in relationships, yeah. as they get more anxious and more stressed, they probably become needier, which is going to be more likely to push someone away because they're going to be like, oh, I just need you to be there. I need you – like they – they, you know, like their neediness is going to ramp up and that can may, make people push them away a little more. So it might also be a good time to reach out to your friends a little bit and, you know, and like maybe your social circles and try to maybe kind of share that burden amongst friends. True. Yeah. Rather than put it squarely on the shoulders of your partner. Yeah, definitely don't put it just on your partner, but I'm saying with relationships. Right. But it's important to communicate. Yeah. You should absolutely communicate how you're feeling, 100%. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, obviously don't be needy. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you when yeah. you said that, I, I forget. <laughs> I forget about there. There are some people out there, I mean, that are a little bit needier than others that can push yes. people away because of that. So, And they can push people away in like the best of situations because they they get in their own head and that anxiety starts pushing them to communicate like in a way that it just has this desperation to it. And that, that can be really, you know, um, I need you to help me. I always need you to lift me right. up. I need, yeah. Yeah. And that, that's not, that's not going to work either. So you, it, it's tough, but, but I think that if you're in that place where you don't know what is going to happen with your relationship, I think that you can also, not stop worrying about it as much. Like everybody's going through things. Like I don't feel like, you know, if you, if you maybe just take a step back and just focus on yourself a little bit and just, and, and realize that even if the relationship is going to end, you're still going to be okay. And I think that that's maybe the best thing to try to do because you might find that if you do take a step back and you start just trying to maybe be a little more um, self-aware and cognizant of, of what, how you're feeling and what you're doing and your actions and, and just everything, you might see the benefits of the relationship as well. And so may the other person. Does that make sense? No, I agree. Yeah. And when you're saying, you know, take a step back and evaluate, I mean, that's from the front end of this, of just dating. That's what I had to do. I yeah. had to evaluate. Why am I trying to go out? Why, why am I talking to this guy right now? Is it because I'm lonely? Is it because, you know, with everything going on, right, I think on right. the back end, when you're in a relationship and you're questioning how it's going, it's the same thing of what do I enjoy about this person? Why I'm like you said, I'm going to be OK, but is it because of other things that we got together? I mean, what do I really enjoy about this relationship? And is it just because of this weird time? And there's a lot there's a lot of processing because fuck all you are. <laughs> Everybody's just fucking alone right now. But Right, it, right. I, it definitely is something to consider. It is. I, and I, I think that, you know, it's, it is important that if you're trying to avoid having a relationship end too, that maybe it is really is important to, to take, go for a walk, go for a bike ride, go, you know, drive the car, take the car on, drive around for, for an hour. Like you don't have to do everything together and you shouldn't. And, you know, just, just start, just get out, like just go do something that's just for you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and encourage the other person to do the same. Like that, that I think that that's the other, you know, and, and you might find that with a little bit of space, a little bit of breathing room, that the perspective can shift a little bit as well. Totally agree with that. I mean, when I took the three days to blast music and drive around and work from the office and just get takeout and kind of feel normal again, I was like, oh, th right. this, I feel like me again. Cause I think, 
being cooped up inside, unless you really are always cooped up inside, you don't feel like yourself already. So try to get back to some of the things that you can do to be yourself. And yeah, definitely yeah. encourage your partner to do that too. And maybe that'll be a, like a, a, a realization of, oh, it's just, it's just the situation we're in. It's not the relationship. It's just, we're both equally stressed, but now I feel better and he feels better, whatever. So now what happens if you're, let's say you, you have a situation where you are in a relationship with someone and you can tell that it's over and you're quarantining with them. So let's say you're in, in the, in the place with them. Ugh. Should you end it and be like, you need to go find a new place to live or I'm going to go find a new place to live right in the middle of all of this. Oh, fuck. Like I, I and I don't know what the best answer is. I mean, you already say, live together. Gonna, you already yeah, let's live say they together? already live together. Let's let's say they already live together. I mean, that's a scenario that's pretty normal. I mean, my first thought is yes, break up, but then still live together, <laughs> which doesn't really. Yeah, I'd be like we're we're when this is over, we'll find our new places. But for now, I'm going to sleep on the couch. That that type of thing. Yeah. Well, who, who gets the who gets str- yeah who gets stressful. the fucking couch though? Yeah, that right yeah but if if and you're saying both parties know that the relationship's over if well no i mean one person's like i'm done i'm I'm done with this relationship i cannot be with this person anymore like they know i mean i I feel like i feel like that person should try to go find somewhere else to yeah if if it's the person breaking up saying i i'm done you probably need to leave. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just my that's just my thought. If it can't in any way be worked out where you both stay in the same place for the time being and figure out who right. gets the couch and it be kind of an amicable thing. Cuz I I was thinking yeah. it was actually both parties kind of know that it's over what's the best choice. But Well, yeah, both both parties, but yeah, if just one's just like done, you know, uh, the other person might know, but but yeah, I think that you just you, the other person you should try to find somewhere, and then you should just make an announcement. I you know I don't I can't be with you anymore. I found a new place, and just you know yeah, you should have a plan, just just like you, you would a like, in make the normal a plan world. before you do it. Don't break up. Don't just break up and be like uh you know because some people might not let you come sleep on their couch or whatever you know like not right now. So make a plan first and then do it. Yeah, because if I was broken up with living with a boyfriend right now in our place, my first thing would be. Well, get the fuck out. If you're if you're done right. if you're done, then get the fuck out. Oh, you didn't think about that? That's on you, asshole. Good fucking luck finding a place because I'm spiteful as shit like that. But I don't know that that, that could be <laughs> a way that, that. that could be a way that it goes down. Yeah, so I can see that. Yeah. Ha- have a plan B of yeah. There's a couple places I could stay, and I'm just gonna go now. I'll be back for my stuff later. I don't know. I think. Well, I think also that. Um, and and I mean, if you have a plan, then you at least you you know what you're going to do and you can get out of there and that might give you the, you know, the clarity that you need to. True. Yeah. If you're already looking at places and yeah, you're already one foot out the door, you know that it's the right decision and you feel energized by, OK, I can do this with my life now or whatever. Then it's the good it's the, it's the good call. Right. Oh, <sighs> Quarantine already sucks, and then just add a breakup on top of it is just no fun. Yeah, but I mean, it could be a good thing, you know. If you break up, then you're free from, you know, something that was not good for you. So they, I mean, you know, while yeah. it sounds bad, I think it's a, it's a it can be a positive. It can be something like, okay, well, now this is this has helped you reach the decision that you maybe would have wasted a year of your life trying to get to, and now you're there now. You know, that's a, that's a good thing. So I think there's a positive to you know, there's a silver lining. 
in that situation. Hmm. Mostly. Yeah. That I, I don't know. I think anytime that you realize a relationship is, is defunct, uh, is going to be hard, but it's going to be better for both people in the long run because they both always true. aren't wasting their time anymore. Yeah. So your so your recommendation for did you did you come to a final recommendation on FaceTime call or in person or have you had more time? I mean, to if think you're if you're quarantining to the fact that you're not seeing the person, that you, you if like if it's someone you're not actually seeing in person, then I think a phone call or FaceTime is is fine. A text is not okay. Yeah, no text. Um, you know, maybe, and this might be because it like almost goes like back around to being like okay. A long like email. Email? Well, something where you can actually write out everything. And I don't think that's initially a bad idea. It'd be like the old days of sending a letter. I don't think people would be happy about that. If I got a fucking email. Have you seen? Have if you're you... breaking up with them, they're not going to be happy anyway. So, I mean, you can't really win with a win at that situation. I feel or, as I if know. email is some skit from Sex in the City. But Carrie was broken up with on a post-it note, and email's not much better in, in my but mind. But email's much better than a post-it note. Well, a post-it obviously. note is the equivalent of a text, a text message, you know. But uh, but like an email, like you could do something like write on the email, write it all out, get your thoughts out there, and say, um, "Once you read this, please call me, and we can talk about it." You you can know that that way you can have a conversation, but then it allows them to process it as well on the, on their own time when they're ready, and then they can call you. And I don't hate that part that, of it. I don't hate that part. That gives of them it. the dignity too of like if they freak out about it, then they can actually freak out without anybody knowing they're freaking out. Then they can process it. Then they can work through it, and they can they can call when they're ready to talk. Or they'll just freak out and be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And then go no, off. I mean, there's also that alternative too. as well. Yeah, but. yeah. I, get, I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know what the best best solution is. Hmm. I, st- I, I still say FaceTime. I don't. I, you've warned me yeah. up to the email idea. Obviously, text is a no go. This this yeah, the no-go. driving over to their house of being six feet apart seems nah, pretty I don't think that works not either. a good idea. Not a good idea at all. It's you know it's it's one of those things. I, it's um, just one of those you could try. Yeah. Although I think that if I received an email like that, I would want the opportunity to talk to them to try to change their mind. So I might be upset at an email because I would want to be able to talk to them uh, through what, what what brought them to that process. Well, yeah. If you send the email, you definitely have to end it with, after you read this, please give me a call and we can talk. Yeah. You can't just send the email and then be like, bye forever. Like, I can never talk to you, I can never talk to you again. <laughs> I've yeah, already yeah, blocked your number. Be... Goodbye. Don't do that. That's no. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But in the end, I think, you know, you, you FaceTime or a phone call probably is the best solution. At this point during quarantine. And don't hold out and don't, if you, if you know that it's over, why, why hold out? Why wait any yes. longer? Yeah. You got to think about yourself as much as I think uh, it's been forever since I've broken up with someone, but I think I, <laughs> I, I always get broken up with. Um, but I think I focused a lot more on the other person than I did myself of how is he going to take it? How is he going to feel instead of like, okay, I've I've evaluated right. how the other person's gonna feel, but what's best for me right now, too? Once I've already reached the yeah, decision it's that all, to break all up. All about honestly, what's best for you? Yeah. In a non-shitty way, yeah, it's definitely not easy. 
If you are having problems with your relationship because of quarantine, um, I, I think we would like to hear about it, even anonymously. You can email us and ask to be anonymous or something, and because I think it might be interesting to hear if people are having problems. So you can um, maybe email us your, your thoughts and or your situation at uh, datingkindofsuckspodcast at gmail dot com and tell us what uh, like how what you're feeling right now. That might be good, or you could always like. Of course, messages through our Facebooks or Instagram um, at dating kind of sucks or our own individual Twitters or Instagram. Yeah. Oh, I was also going to bring up the point of if you're emailing us about like issues that you're having or whatever. This is also a time too where if you're not communicating well, that could also bring on red flag. I know we talked about communication earlier, but I'm just thinking if you aren't texting and talking often and aren't communicating often and being honest with one another obviously we talk about honesty right. being important but those this could also mm-hmm. be better signs than like you already kind of knew but now you're seeing more signs on top of the pet peeves or whatever that's if you're living together but if you're not you can also see oh well right. this relationship's really fading anyways so you know just a yeah. thought because i know I mean, someone who's going through that so oh yeah yeah Okay, okay. But it, it's the it's more clarity of I don't know if I would have I don't know if I would have gotten this outside of quarantine. And now that we're not texting and I don't it's because think about it. I mean, realistically, if they're not responding, if they're taking a day to respond to your text, I know it's shitty to be like, oh, you're not responding fast enough. But what are people doing right now? They're sitting on the Internet. They're being on their phones. If they're not texting you back within a couple hours, maybe they watched a movie, maybe they took a nap, but it's taking them a day to respond. Do they go ghost for a couple of days? I don't know. That's, that's kind of suspicious to me, especially when you need yeah, communication. Maybe not suspicious, but it's at least a sign. Yeah. A sign. So yeah. there are other, you know, signs out there, but just, just, just wanted to bring right. that up just from a personal. Yeah. Thing no, that's that good. I know that's going good on, so yeah. Um, if you, I know you mentioned following us and I did a little side tangent there. <laughs> Um, following no, us okay. on no, no, social- no, that was a good point. That was a, uh, that was a point worth making. Yeah. Well, thanks. Sometimes I do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you, uh, Adam mentioned social media or the emails, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and give us a follow on there. Um, we also really do appreciate five star rating and reviews on iTunes. Um, they really help us out and show your support there. If you want to take it a step further to show your support, we also have a Patreon account. For as little as $5 a month, you can support our efforts. We put up exclusive content on there as much as we can, as much as we're doing episodes live here at patreon.com slash DKS podcast. So um, be sure to check that out if you want to support us further. We'd really appreciate it. Yes, and I will reiterate the five-star rating and review on iTunes is very important. Also, if you want to join our community, we have a very – very thriving community on Facebook that you can join our Facebook group. A lot of people talking, getting advice, sharing their stories, et cetera. Even now when not a lot of people necessarily are dating, people still have a lot of stories to share. And that's at uh, facebook.com slash groups slash DKS podcast. You can join us there and you can find all of our episodes, of course, on dating kind of sucks.com. And finally, we do have a YouTube channel now, so don't forget to check us out where you can watch the episodes. If you just don't want to listen because you're not commuting right now and you want to watch something, you can watch the episodes instead, which is pretty much the same as listening to them, except that Literally there's the less editing <laughs> because I don't, ed- I don't, I do the videos. Sarah does the audio, so I don't edit anything. I just splice it together and put a little music in there, and that's really all it is. So you get to see um, see us chat, and Sarah now puts on makeup just because we're doing. Uh, video episodes. So you have to, you know, I have a little bit of lipstick on, but I don't really have. <laughs> there, I haven't worn <laughs> makeup in out. six weeks, so. Wow, that's good. I know. 
Uh, so check it out at uh, youtube.com slash dating kind of sucks. And uh, you can uh, see our episodes there and subscribe. We'd love you to subscribe and give us a thumbs up over there as well. Yeah. And yeah, with that, we will be back in two weeks with a brand new episode. And thank you for listening. Until next time. Whether you're married or single or poly or ace, or hanging out with swingers back at your place, listen to us as we get no fuck. On Tinder and Bumble and plenty of yucks, trying and trying and having no luck. Because we all know dating kind of sucks. Sarah and Adam are two of a kind. He says stupid shit and she doesn't mind. They're not doing this show to make any bucks. Life is a chicken whose feathers they pluck. Why does it work? Well, here is the crux. They both know. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.